Adam. The ancient evil has followed us here to this new world. He has stolen our children and tried to resurrect his wicked race. But we, in our righteousness, have prevailed. My babies! He took my babies! And here he shall be buried. And this oak tree will seal his fate. Its roots will be his prison, which must never be disturbed. Hear me, Phineas Worrell. When the face of death covers the moon, one with your blood in his veins will release me. And victory will at last Show. Episode 164. 164, that's right. Welcome back to another scared, stupid, and full of high spirits kind of episode of That Strange Show. It's time for stale popcorn and out-of-body experiences. Throw that monster in the dirty hole and let that sauce run. It's time for playing dress-up and making a splash. Make with the scalp all you want. It's spooky time, bitches. There's a lady in the water. That's right. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode as we got all heavy in the eyeballs and filled our pockets with filmy goodness. We talked a bunch of shit about ice cream, bubble gum, bodega vampires, and Billy the Kid stabbing some dude in the neck. Remember that? I don't remember the Available Billy the Kid. everywhere. Strange, uh, strange behavior. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember you mentioning Billy the Kid at yeah, all, I though. I told you the main kid, Peter Brady, or whatever his name was, Brady, uh, was Billy the Kid in Bill and Ted's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he stabbed the dude in the neck. It's on Shudder, so go check it out. Strange behavior. And uh, we talked a bunch of shit about, uh, what's his name? Howard? Which one is he? Ron, not Ron. No. Clint. Uh, Clint Howard. Yeah. Uh, you said he had a, a a beautiful head, beautifully shaped head. He was Ron Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard is a troll. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's up, guys? How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm good, Mandy. Mandy's doing great. Ryan, oh, yeah, fantastic. Ryan's doing excellent. He's doing some on the spot editing. Uh, so no, no, yeah. no, no, not anymore. No, the cat the cat fell off fixing the banister and it scared the shit out of me. Those quotation marks yeah. and changing up titles. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. That's it. Hey, you gotta think on your feet in the entertainment industry. That's right. And yeah. speaking of uh entertainment industry, uh Naked Teen was covered in ranch dressing uh as he crashed oh. as he crashed through a Kansas City gas station. I mean, can give me some of what he was on. I'd like to buy meat from him. <laughs> so they said that uh, he crashed through, and the, the call came in around 3.30 a.m. at the Petrol oh. Deli convenience store in uh, Shawnee. Hour. At the Shawnee County Sheriff's <laughs> Office. 
uh, said uh, a 17-year-old male was naked and under the influence of uh, some sort of substance. See, they don't want us to get <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. they're not telling us what it is. Uh, he covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged yeah, so. property. Uh, ran outside and jumped into another running vehicle and then crashed into, <laughs> into a, a nearby pillar. So, so what, he thought that was his car? I don't know. He was like, I'm He's done like, with oh, this one. Shit. I already dipped yeah. this one. So we're going we're gonna to have to dip out in this one. Uh, so they took him into custody. They said the boy. They didn't say the man because he's a 17-year-old. He's 17. He's, uh, he's, he's a boy covered and naked covered in ranch. Uh, he was taken to a local hospital and later released to his parents. Uh, the criminal aspects of this incident are still <laughs> under investigation, uh, but we're happy to report that no yeah. one was injured during this incident. I mean, what really were his crib? I mean, he did do crashes the fucking car, but I mean, like, son, the like, ranch son, dressing was yeah. it necessary? You gotta lay off the ranch, my guy. <laughs> yeah, like what? I'm, I'm, I want to know like what that situation was that right? he had the ranch dressing right, on him. Right, enough. Ran- I'm assuming he's in the food service and some sort covered. You know, because you you there's not enough packet. When you ask for two packets at any dri- drive through, they're like, "Dude, one per fucking six piece, bro. Fuck off." So I don't know where he got enough to get covered. So I'm assuming if he works at a restaurant of some sort, they he have covered these... himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside of visit. <laughs> so yeah, where? But where did he cover himself in the dressing? Probably at wherever he set. took the drugs. Which I'm where that happened. If and like I said, food service. Uh, you know, I'm assuming they. Were, he's got the tub. He brought a tub home. He's like, I'm like, he's like, I'm good. I, I mean, I feel like you could sufficiently cover yourself with ranch dressing with just like two a bottle, bot, with like two a family bottles, size bottle, like a family size Hidden Valley. You think so? Like, I feel like you're imagining like he like. Like took LSD jumped into without a, tub a, without a babysitter and fucking jumped in a tub like in a in a vat. So he wasn't like cream daddy covered. I don't know. I wasn't there, but it was I mean, bad enough that he couldn't grip a steering wheel. Apparently, yeah, no. Too much he was ranch. covered in ranch. It's He's bad. like, sir, I didn't mean to hit it, but the ranch. Yeah. Is that They're what kind like, of ranch, ranch is it? It's like peppercorn. He did the buffalo ranch and it got his eyes and he hit again. Oh no! So I mean, shout out to that guy for. Uh, he woke up. He's like, "Why do I smell like salad?" Yeah, nobody was hurt in the accident except for him getting his ass beat by his parents when they picked him up from jail. You know what though? I would. I don't know if I would. I would lay like, dude, you already, everybody knows you did this. Like, You're there's punished. nothing. That's punishment yeah. enough. You're going to always be the kid you that. Gotta, like, what, there's, I wish people had pictures. Yeah. I just want to see the amount of ranch. There probably are, but he was a minor, I'm guessing. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to see pictures. But this is, just a, this is just a lesson to everybody. Never take a hallucinogenic without somebody to be your guide. And not ranch dressing. Not ranch dressing. I feel like that's some bath salt shit. Probably. I, I mean, he didn't try to eat anybody with the ranch dressing. Come here. Maybe that's what happened. They don't he tried all to, try, try, to to try to eat, eat people. They don't all try to eat people. Not pretty no. much. Maybe he was trying try to eat himself, and that's why he had the ranch dressing on. You too. He's like, I... Why are you covering that? You're too spicy, officer. Case closed. Yeah, he's like, Billy, you taste so delicious. Let me put some of this ranch on you. <laughs> He's just pushing up with a bottle of it before he leaves the house. Yeah. So 
He uh, thought that was lotion. See, he ooh. doesn't know what's going on. Oh. He has corona and couldn't smell the ranch. Come on. <laughs> so he just thought he was covered up in Jergens. Nah. What's I guess, yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe that is. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was the corona that got to his brain. Like a I feel like we spent so enough time now. giving yeah. giving airtime to this dumbass. Well, cool. Well, I mean, like I said, stay off the ranch, man. So, all right. Stay uh, off the ranch. All right. Um, I checked out the other day, yesterday, actually, uh, a show called Monsterland that I've been uh, hearing about on the Internet, you know, where Ryan's banned from currently. But um, so Monsterland TV series, uh, I enjoyed. I only watched one episode so far because that's all I had the time to do, but um, really grabbed me. Uh, Don't first, say much because I want to yeah, watch it. It's 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 fucking good. Uh, but just uh, it says Monsterland is an American drama anthology horror uh, series created by Mary Laws based upon the short story collection uh, called uh, North American Lake Monsters. Uh. Uh, stories by Nathan Ballengrud. Uh, it's about eight episodes for the series, and it started at the beginning of Spooky Season, October 2nd. Uh, first one has Jonathan Tucker, which he's the, um, uh, the, the recognizable face in this. Everyone else is right. like, perfect for the role. But, yeah, I recommend it highly, at least just nice. based off of this first episode. It was very dark. So, but, yeah. Um, perfect. So, but... Uh, Ryan was like, oh, you got to finish Bly Manor. And I'm like, I got one and a half episodes left. I finished. So you didn't fall asleep. You made it through no, the season. I did. Um, uh, so, yeah, if you guys want, you guys finished the, the, the whole thing. Ryan told me, right? Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Last week. All right. So, Bly Manor. I, and, I told, and I told you that everybody that has gotten back to me about finishing the series has said the same exact thing. What? That it was terrible. That they had it. That they no. That they only had an issue with one part. I don't know what part. And that I was. was looking to see if you were if you also had an issue. Uh, I think a lot a lot of people said that they had an issue with a part that I heard. I don't know if it's the same issue. What's this issue? The 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 love story between. Uh, the the all pair be, between the chef and what's her face and Hannah. Yeah. Why? Because it was almost like I don't know. I don't know. They just said they didn't like it. They felt like it was if they knew. I don't know. Like filler material, like filler material. I did not. I didn't think that. Really, I didn't either. I actually argued that point, and I did hear somebody else say the au pair love story too. But that was a big part of it as well. Yeah. So I don't know why there was an issue with that. You know what I mean? Because people, people are fucking weird. But uh, I I enjoyed the the whole the whole thing. Uh, I know online I saw people are like, oh, it's not enough scaries and blah blah. Okay, blah. And it's a different they story. Understand that it's like more of like a gothic horror 
it's more about romance yeah. and uh, and tragedy and uh, just it's more depressing and sad. I mean, the first season is very depressing as well. This is a show that's dark yeah. ghost stories. It's not jump scares. It's not gore. It's not, you know what I mean? It, 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 uh, the first season definitely had way more like ghosts and stuff. So mm-hmm. I can see why people thought that one was scarier. Yeah. But that was still a very dark and depressing story as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems to be the tone for this is more of that just like, more, like we were saying, Ryan, more of like a gothic horror versus like you know uh jump scare shit and stuff like that like i don't know if that's what people were expecting these are ghost stories these are ghost stories that aren't like the conjuring and shit i think that's what people are expecting well i mean it's in in its defense you know or to those people's defense you know it with the ghosts being the element that you know um, they were telling the story th- through, um, right? I can I can understand them wanting to be like, oh my god, they're haunting, but the, it's the story. I mean, if you get to it, I mean, it's been what by the time this airs, it's gonna be like three, four weeks since this has been. It's out, more right? like residual haunting. So, yeah, because Almost. like the whole thing where they're stuck in a dream type of yeah. deal—that's the residualness right. of it. Yep. But, like, by the end of it, like, I was taken aback with how it, like, culminated. Yeah. Um, with the, uh, I guess, replacing your, the so- I guess, your sorrow um, in place to, so to stop, you know, um, like, the, the tragedy and all that stuff. Um, right. But, I mean, I thought it was uh, done well. I mean, I I had never watched. I only watched like thirty minutes of Haunting of Hill House, so I can't compare it. I've only wa- I only watched this. Uh, so, but what what I watched on this, I thought was excellent. You know, and people were complaining about the kids. I saw yeah. one, but like. I thought the kid, the kids acted like. Well, once they would. you realize what hap- what's going on with the kids, then you understand why they're acting the way they're acting and the things that are going on with them. Yeah, is it's not them half the time. Correct. You know what I mean? It's yeah. them being controlled by possessed. Yeah, the other the, the other two possessed, right? By the other two, they're they're in them because they're trying to make their connection there. Yeah, and. And then they're all stuck in those loops over and over. Yeah, which it's, I thought... It's pretty fucking... It, it, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, which I thought when they explained the whole Viola and Perdita and, like, you know, yep. the, the, their cousin, like, when they actually explained the Anchor story, right. I thought it was fucking dope that it was, like, the rage, the loss, and, like, desperation that uh, Viola felt created such a vacuum yep. on that land. That mm-hmm. it was just like I created my own purgatory, like fuck your right. purgatory, right? You know? And I was, I was like, this is fucking dope. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. So I'm glad you guys kept telling me to check it out because you know how I am. Only issue I ever heard from anybody regarding the show was like the last five minutes. Like it just yeah. like why? Why what? That- like the way that it, the way that they tie, because you got to remember that that story 
mm-hmm. the, the, the that it's based off of only went up to a certain point in Correct. the series. Correct. And then it was kind of a then it was kind of a free for all. After that, they created the whole universe based on that original the original works, mm-hmm. and that I it's they all seem everybody seemed to have just the end. Everybody was like the ending sucked. The ending was like. I I thought the ending was bittersweet, but I also would have been content with just like a rage kill at the end of it, where she looks in the she she's still looking for the reflection, and then there she is. No, because that's not that's not at all show, how she was. Though. He couldn't show no. herself to her. Yeah. It would have that he that was part there was with that her, part she was couldn't. Depressing. Yeah, to yeah. me, but and them I, and just the whole revealing that it was all them. Yeah, kind of thing. They were people were like, "Oh, nah. uh, but Hi. if you didn't get that from watching it from the beginning, I don't know who you are because I fucking picked up on that immediately. Yeah, but immediately, uh, I really that I, that I, was them. I mean, I even I even liked the, uh, you know, like you said, t- t- since we're talking about the end, like even the song tying it up, it's like, "Don't give up on me," you know. Um, and her opening it was the door. Yeah, it was like so. She's looking for something that's never going to happen, right? So she's right. being she's she's letting that hope control her whole life. Yeah, she never moved on. She yeah. did the same thing. So every yeah, all the time waiting for her forever. So, yeah, and that's that's fucking depressing because yeah. everybody else moved on. Right. Exactly. A you know. um, little little random thing to throw in here that I was talking to Ryan about. Um, the exterior or the outside of the home mm-hmm. uh, drew inspiration from, uh, it was the same castle, uh, Thornwood Castle in Washington. It was take, the idea for the exterior was taken from that, which was where Stephen King's Red Rose was filmed. Oh, nice. So I don't know if anyone else noticed that or picked up on it. I did not. So that's cool. It was something I kind of stumbled upon along the way. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I want to see what they do next. All right, I want to see where they go. Me with, uh, too. With I'm series. excited. I like the actors. I like, you know, everybody. They had different people in it. They said, oh, they're going to have all the same people. They didn't have all the same people. Yeah. They had some, you didn't finish the first one, but they had some of the same okay. actors from the first season, but not all of them. So yeah, I know, I know maybe e- in the next season we'll have different ones from the first one than yeah. this one did. Because yeah. I know Henry, uh, yeah. Henry was uh, from the first one, right? Yeah, no, he was, but he wasn't them. playing the same character at all, right? No, yeah. no. it was a totally different story. He's it's from the first. The uh, the nanny the, the the new nanny was his was his daughter in the first season, mm. uh, or his he was two different people. His character he was young the yeah. young version of the father okay. in the first season, and then Timothy Hutton was the grown up. Right. Oh yeah. And she's that. the adult version of the daughter. Yeah. And then uh, Viola, I believe Viola was one of the sisters in the first season. A couple people popped up in small roles. Okay. Yeah. Um, Viola was one of the sisters, the, uh, the ghost, the, the dickhead ghost that was controlling the boy. Yeah. He was, he was one of the, one of the grown up versions of the kids in the first season. All right. So. 
I have to check Which it that out. That dude pulled off. That dude pulled off a flawless um, Scottish accent, and that is not an easy, easy feat. In this yeah. one, in Bly Manor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, he was. He had the thick Scottish accent, and and he's not Scottish. So, I give him an applaud on that one. Yay! He did better than Henry Thomas trying. That was my hang-up, was Henry Thomas Yeah, doing. it wasn't that good, but he tried. Like, mm. well, I mean, he got body slammed and choked out at the end, so I guess that made up for it. Yeah. He got, <laughs> he got to come back, though. <laughs> he did. He did. He's fucking E.T. Come on, E.T., don't die. That was actually one of my favorite parts, him as the ghost standing there watching chaos. Yeah. Yeah. in front of him while they're trying to bring his, while they're trying to bring him back. And yeah. he's watching this this shit play out in the water in front of him. Yeah, and then like, Hannah was damn. like, "Hey, before you go back, uh, when you see when you see uh, the the cook again, tell him that I love him, okay? Tell him I love him and I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the well. Yeah, well, he's fucking yeah. comes back. Well, we all liked it. Yeah, so I liked it. It was good. It was good. Check it, it good. out now. You know what to expect if you go into it not expecting yeah, certain it's, things. It's, it's, Follow it's not- the story it's not a it's not a ghost story it's a love story it's a love story with ghosts (laughs) i found this online uh comes from todd spence a midnight video uh you can find the youtube channel on youtube um but uh the short is called face mask uh says here short builds intense pandemic born tension says the shortest flat-out pandemic horror. Instead of relying on Zoom and video chat avenues, Face Mask relies on isolation and paranoia of the people around you. Uh, All that good stuff that has been born out of the pandemic and self-isolation. So, you guys watched it. What would you guys think of it? Yeah. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the whole... The whole play off of not it, it's something that it's something that I've always made a comment about with the face masks. I think I even made it to Mandy the other day when we 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 ran out to a spirit real quick when we were everybody put your masks on when you're going inside the store now. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking just a whole backwards way of thinking now where right. that shit used to get you. You could have gotten arrested for doing that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I go up to my bank teller with a mask on now. You right. I mean? You're like, um, but it's, but it's like you're money. walking, you're walking around <laughs> and you don't see people now. Like no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm at work, and I'm like, these new customers are gonna have no idea who I am if they ever like I'm have pretty taken sure that. they're gonna know who you are. Yeah, they're gonna no, know. but I'm saying like we don't register people's faces now like we used to. People are there's a mask there, yeah. And yeah. then if you, you don't know who anybody. you're talking, if you don't know who you're talking to to begin with, you already it kind of takes away you take this guy with his and then you add on a pair of sunglasses and a hat yeah yeah might as well be wearing a fucking level bumps up yes so So it definitely gives you that uneasy feeling the whole time he's talking to him you know you're thinking you know what's this guy gonna do is he sketchy is he being genuine yeah legit because uh and yep 
uh, when I was watching it, um, so we're not going to give away the ending, but like, right. I did not see that coming at all. And I, no, because you think, you know, yeah. you're you're concentrating on something else, yeah, and they so. totally just come out of nowhere with that. Yeah, yeah. That's what well, made it so great. Well, they give you that. They give you one feel a completely different yeah. way where, yeah. you're wa- where you're watching one thing. Yeah. Right. And then they flip it because the way that everything was kind of handed to you and delivered, it makes you go that way. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. right. Like, this is really uncomfortable. Why does this keep getting like, yeah. like the way he brings up certain things and says certain yeah. things and the way the conversation goes. Yeah. But then it's the end of it. completely different reason that he The end of that. it flips it. Yeah. Yeah. With one sentence, and you're just like, like, "Oh shit!" It changes. It's, it's a whole intention thing. Yeah. Especially when he's like, "How are you and your family holding up?" Yeah. During all this. Well, that and made me like, feel oh, like, "Oh yeah, we're hanging in there." Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, it made me think of, um, I mean, nobody that listens to this show is old enough anymore to remember, uh, um, the Untouchables. There's a scene in the movie Untouchables where Kevin Costner comes to his house and the hitman's sitting in a car right outside the house and he's like, it's good to have family. You know, like, I got that same, like, threatening vibe. Right. Off of, I mean, anybody that's faced in the dark with somebody who they don't know, who they can't tell, they can't see what they look like, bringing up, like, your baby. The fuck you mean, my baby? What do you know, like... And he can't give you, you can't get straight answers. It's, it's, I like it very well executed. Yeah. So it says here, it begins with a dude going out to do some laundry. And that's pretty much where I'll stop. But, uh, we've already talked about the conversation and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, you check it out on, uh, Midnight Video YouTube channel. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones on there by the same guy called Your Date is Here. And, uh, one other called Police Footage. Um, but this one was called Face Mask. Um, but yeah, check it out on the Midnight Midnight Video YouTube channel. No. YouTube channel. Uh, no, all right, YouTube. so so that was kind of suspenseful, right? And I guess kind of scary because yeah. that was kind of a, a real human-esque scary. Uh, but I saw this, um, you know, floating around and... Uh, Said a scientific study has determined the scariest movie ever. So it says top 20 scary, scientifically scary movies. Um, so we'll start with guess number 20. Uh, it says Scream. The heart rate of uh, 73 BPMs. So Scream was on there. It uh, didn't detail if it was the original or. Yeah, I was just going to say which one. Uh, I'm going to say probably the newer one. Probably. Um, so it says here, uh, Hush, uh, as number 18. The Exorcist came in at number 17. 17? Yeah. Uh, number 16 was 28 Days Later. Number 15 was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, but fi- if they're going by heart rate, this yeah. is like anxiety driven too. Not necessarily like anxiety is fear, but fear yeah. from horror is different from like anxiety. Like yeah, sometimes... Yeah, yeah. Like suspense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I one? feel like The Exorcist is fucking scarier than 28 Days Later. Like, yeah. fuck you. That's just suspenseful because you're like, 
they're the fucking zombies run. Well, the not they're not zombies. The infected they fucking run. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's suspense. Like yeah. oh, trying to get away from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, so number thirteen is a nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, number twelve is a quiet what? place. Uh, number a eleven. Nightmare on Elm Street for real. <laughs> yeah, number eleven is the ring. Uh, with a hundred. A quiet place, D. Sorry, that's another anxiety one. Yeah, uh, that one had a hundred twenty-two BPMs. Yeah. Uh, and then seventy-eight BPMs was the average heart rate while watching that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ring came in at uh, one hundred seven. Uh, then we had the visit. Uh, Come on. The descent. Um, which is that uh, Ryan, underground? You were right. This is horseshit. Uh, number eight was the Baba Duke. Uh, the Conjuring Two came in at number seven with 120 BPMs and an and resting rate of 80. Uh, it follows was an 81 BPM at number six with a 93 highest spike. Uh, Paranormal Activity 82 with 127 at the highest spike. Hereditary uh, number four. All right. I'll uh, give them that. We got the Conjuring uh, at 129. Yep. A lot of jump uh, scares and that shit. Uh, number two was Insidious with 133 at the highest spike. Insidious. All right. So Insidious, yes, until they fucking show him, the demon. Yep. They showed too much of the fucking demon, and that ruined it for me. Because yep. that movie was scary as fuck until they showed him. And then I was like, yeah, no, you're not scary now. You're cheesy looking. Yeah, and then number one ultimate horror movie, I guess, uh, came in at <laughs> number one was Sinister. Huh. Uh, with a resting average heart rate at 65. Uh, well, this is before the movie. During the movie, it was a high resting heart rate of 86, and then at the highest was a 131. So even at the, huh. the resting... From yeah. rest, from regular resting movie to there's a, that's why I got the highest because it was there was a difference right. from resting right. to the highest spike of thirty two of thirty two um, of thirty two. So uh, yeah, uh, a, a, huh. a, a, a a best of the rest. Uh, we got. I can't our, believe the Shining's not on there either. Though uh, it's on, it's meant it's honorable mentions. Uh, audition, get out. The oh, it is. Yeah, the Shining, it is in there. The I Omen, Wolf Creek, Dark Skies, The Orphanage, which uh, at some point we're going to talk about. Uh, Friday the 13th, Annabelle, Poltergeist, The Thing, Alien, Blair Witch Project, The Witch, and The Grudge. Those are the ones they that... Missed the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, so... That's a, I got, that one scared me. The original yeah. Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. That's a good one. I think that movie's scary as fuck. So. Ryan? The original Wes Craven made? Yeah. Uh, it's, I always found it... It's scary, but it's not jump scare. This, it's, see, this it's, whole it's, thing with this list is totally... It's jump scare and, and like, like suspense shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, this list is dominated by James Wan. So it's yeah, but it's 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 science. It's scientifically done. Well, yeah. So Cause it is, but I'd like to see. Right. I mean, you have resting. 
resting heart rates, I'd like to see them for all of them because if this one is 65 and 86, mm -hmm. then what about Insidious? was only a 21 difference in resting heart rate, so it seems like it's all based on who they're showing it to. Right. There's yes. one factor that's not included is age like, range. is this person easily scared? Is this somebody with anxiety already? Yeah. Stuff like that. Because they're based I know, it. like, I well, didn't consider a quiet place here. scary, ahead, but my fucking heart was pounding through that whole movie because the sense of, like, the anxiety of it, like the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. But so I didn't think it was, like, scary. So it says here that uh, the team studied critics list and Reddit recommendations to curate 50 of the best horror films ever made before sub subjecting them to our test subjects. Uh, watching each movie in 5.1 surround sound, our panel of 50 people consumed over 120 hours of the best Horror movies, each fitted with a heart rate monitor to measure which movies got them blood pumping uh, the most to find the ultimate horror movie and crown the king of frightening. That's so. cool. So, you know what? I but, will say one thing. These are all great movies. So yeah, I I just it's I'm finding trouble with the science on it, though. It if these people were shown person. all of these movies, that's yeah. what that's saying, right? Right. Yeah. These people were shown all of these movies. Right. So. And then they're averaging it. So it seems like they're going because if the resting heart rate of that exact same audience mm -hmm. was a sixty was a sixty five, yeah. then Insidious would have been number one because it's got the highest spikes. Mm. But it's a, but it has the same movie BPM. You see what I'm saying? Eighty six. So if it's yeah. If it's eighty six, they're the ones that. That's are what I'm saying. It. Is I want it's. It just <laughs> seems like it. The variable of a difference in heart rate. Now it's the same right. audience. Right. 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 And what are the factors? No, Did that, were they allowed saying, calm down time between the movies? Were they allowed to get their resting so heart rate back down to the average? You know what I mean? Or were they just, like, pummeled with this shit? Well, that's um, the thing. Right. And depending like, did on, they like... Start, did they start with What Sinister, order you know of what the I movie mean? did they start? Yeah, like, what did they watch first? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, this very well could have been, like... All I know is where the fuck that, was like, I for that Scream study? was the you last... Know they got paid they for that shit, too. You know? Sinister. Science, bitch. Science. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, all right, so... All right, so maybe this one will get your heart rate up, Brian. Oh. Uh, Children of the Corn movie, rated R for violence and blo bloody images. Woo! Right, Randy? Woo! <laughs> bloody, bloody, huh? So this is what says, I uh, want to hear. The new film's cast includes Elena Camporis, Kate Moyer, Kaylin Mulvey, uh, and Bruce Spence. So it says here the. The film describes the events leading up to and including the massacre of the adults of a small town in Nebraska by the children. After the adults' irresponsibility ruins the crop and the children's future. So, it says uh, the site also notes uh, using uh, comments from producer Lucas Foster that the new movie has almost nothing to do with the original 1984 classic. So okay. there's a potential chance that they're removing like the the he who walks behind the rose. Probably. And that's gonna ruin it. 
That was well, part of the fun. Well, may, maybe yeah. you never know, though. You know, maybe they're uh, they're gonna remove the bullshit that was in the Children of the Corn and just keep all the good shit. Right. Well, I mean, this, so it seems like it's it's not another film in the series, but a, a, a reboot. Yeah, I th- I'm thinking it's uh, of the original, it's, which they already did once for sci-fi, and they fucking nailed it on that one. Only sci-fi yeah. movie that was ever great. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see. Uh, if anybody will be walking behind the rows, you know, so uh, let's see here. Uh, I remember a while back we were talking about my hunter and how David Fincher got moved on to another project. Everybody got fired or put on uh, yeah. furlough, I guess. Uh, and it was put on indefinite hold. But uh, here from Bloody Disgusting, uh, it says here, maybe it's not coming back, you know, puts... Puts a bigger doubt on the future of it. Uh, it says here, we lived here for almost three years. Not year in and year out, but probably six or seven months a year. Uh, Fincher said that Mindhunter was a lot. It was a 90-hour work week. It absorbs everything in your life. And when I got done with season two, I was pretty exhausted. And I said, I don't know if I have it in me right now to break season three. So It's, it's yeah, it's a, uh, both incredibly costly and incredibly time-consuming. Which could spell the end of the series. I mean, yeah, hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, because he says, uh, I he he thinks there. It says here, uh, the viewership that it had. It was a very, like you said, expensive show. Uh, and on some level, you have to be realistic. Dollars have to equal eyeballs. So, oh man, it doesn't sound like enough people were actually watching Mindhunter to justify the spend. On another season, and in the world of television, well, that's when a show ends. Ah, (laughs) fucking, that's a shame because that show was amazing. Yeah, I really. It was, but I could see how it kind of probably lost people a little bit. Maybe they went very, they got very ambitious with the second season. Yeah. So it could have been. If they had stayed on the same page as the first season, maybe it would have been better. Well, they like led re- stayed around. They it started to become the second season. They led off with like, watch what serial killers they go talk to in each yeah. episode. Yeah. Instead of like the like, original one, you had no idea what was coming. Yeah. They actually right. did a lot more obscure serial killers in it. Yeah. yeah. And then the second season was like a who's who. They're gonna go see David Berkowitz and Charlie Manson and all this. And- the dog made me do it. The dog. <laughs> Made me do it. It was uh people are it, like it, John, John Leguizamo already cracked this case, bro. We're not gonna watch this. <laughs> already seen some Sam. Bolly was disco dancing. Yeah. So but yeah. Well no, Mindhunter was one of the first times they've ever done David Berkowitz where they had him saying, Yeah, nah, it was bullshit, man. Crazy guys yeah. don't get the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen them actually represent him like that. Right. So, uh, it yeah, was so, good while it lasted. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it. Binge watch that if you haven't, and then be sad like the rest of us for yeah, like, really not continuing. What the fuck, Mr. Bungle? Yeah. Uh, I know you guys are fans. Uh, of course. I, I don't usually listen to Mr. Bungles, but I'm not 100% well, familiar this with this. Well, this is different, Mr. Bungle. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. This isn't like 
the original Mr. Bungle. Okay. This They're not allowed to be. This, yeah. Oh, okay. This is new Mr. Bungle. This is kind fucking... of revisited. Right. So is this? It the... is. Re- it's well. So originally, the first album, the first thing ever recorded. Yes, they went back and revisited with this lineup, which is fucking incredible. Just a little history lesson for you, Angel. They um. They don't own the rights to any of their music. No. I knew that. They I know don't. That. I know that. Right. Um, the only thing they own is the name. Yeah. Right. And how does that so work? How is, does that work? How do you own the name? Uh, they signed the a deal with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers was like, we own all of it. Yeah. You keep uh, the name, asshole. Yeah, but they did not buy the rights to their demo. Uh, which right. is what they did, which, which is, is what they played on those shows that right. sold out like right. six seconds. Okay. Right. They played that, and that this is what a lot of this is. I don't know. Mandy might be more in tune with it. I don't know if there's new material on this. I don't know. Or if this is just them. Because originally, all I heard is they were re recording that album. Yeah. Or you're that talking, demo. And you're, right. you're talking about the Raging Wrath of the Easter yeah. Bunny demo. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, Which is a death metal album. Yeah. That's right. what I, I, when I listened to it, I was like, I thought Mr. Bungle was like, Weird. This it, is like different album. Every this album. Complete, this is completely different. Ah. And this is different. Uh, different lineup. Okay. So, so this this comment here that says, "So glad Mr. Bungle didn't stick with this style." Patton's already been in enough metal bands. Lol. I mean, I like it. I'm excited. Um, so, the, so it's just beefed up. It's just, it's just so beefed up. I can't up. really complain about that. So is it just just beefed up versions of the original songs? That's it. The original songs. If you go on and you find the demo on YouTube, the original songs were heavy as hell for right. that time. Yep. It's just shitty recording because they were in high school when they made it. Ah. They're re-recording it. Yeah, the entire thing. Okay. Along with three uh, unrecorded songs. So there's three new songs. So it's the whole, which, so it's the whole, the whole thing redone plus three other songs. Okay. All right. So. Is, which is exciting for Bungle fans. Right. Brand new material. Bungle. Mr. Bungles. Well, yeah. No, it's there. I really would have loved to have gotten to see him live. But like I said. <laughs> yeah. The what, show. The, the show. Didn't I send you a live? I think I sent yes. I sent you the live that uh, someone with, that we both know was there, and I sent it to you. It sold. It sold in. Uh, it sold out in six seconds. Wow. That's uh, so they were one thing. Now they're thrash. I'm okay with this album. Uh, and they have a I, live streaming event. I absolutely on Halloween coming up, and I fucking love like Dead Cross. So this is kind of like. Beefed up death. Reminiscent of that. Um, Yeah, they have a live concert. They're doing a live streaming concert on Halloween. And you can get a t-shirt for it. And all that all that fun stuff. Or you can just spend, I think it's like 15 bucks and you can watch the whole concert. I want to do it. And it'll never be released for people to watch it otherwise. Nice. All right, so look out for that. Uh, So that's that. Yeah. Um, Your bungly goodness. Bungly. That is that is bungly. goodness. goodness. 
Uh, all right. So you know what else is bungly goodness? What is bungly goodness? Mario Bava. Uh, ah. Uh, and uh, there's it's it's on a list of bullshit that's coming to Shutter. Yep. Um, but uh, I, want, I want to uh, highlight that uh, oh. along with Urban Legend and Salem's Lot. Ooh, and, yeah. I was just talking about Urban Legend. And uh, Saturday the 14th, uh, there's there's going to be a huge Mario Bava collection coming on November 23rd. Huh. Um, it's uh, You'll have uh, a Bay of Blood, uh, Black Sabbath, uh, Black Sunday, The Girl Who Knew Too Much, uh, Kill Baby Kill, Lisa and the Devil, Shock, uh, The Whip and the Body with Christopher Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's the last of it. But then there's a, November 24th, something called Porno comes out, Shutter Exclusive. So, hey. Oh, shit. Yeah. Called Porno? Yeah, it's called uh, Porno. And it says, uh, when five repressed teen employees at a local movie theater in a small Christian town discover a mysterious old film hidden in its basement, they unleash an alluring demon that is determined to give them a sex education written in blood. Footloose. That That sounds dumb. (laughs) Footloose. I wanted to highlight the Mario Bava collection. Yeah, definitely. Uh, shutter off of that a tremendous child. tremendous list huge list you know good list yeah. uh, <laughs> all right and then uh from our buddies in uh marketing macabre uh we got here without a body uh is available now uh for midnight releasing uh the ghost of sinister's past poster's pretty cool uh says here it's available to watch now Online or video on demand through Amazon, iTunes, Voodoo. We do this last week. Google Play, Xbox, Vimeo, YouTube, all of them. All of them. Uh, nice. Tagline is called The Ghosts of Sinister Past. Uh, huh. Little synopsis says After moving into a rundown farmhouse with his two daughters, a skeptical author seeks to uncover a sinister past that haunts the house and terrorizes the family. Uh, what happens if your soul doesn't know you're dead? What you are about to see. Yeah, that's the one right there. You're about to there see. it is. What you are about to see. Um, but yeah, uh, if you go on YouTube, you can check out the, the trailer. Uh, looks like it's got some couple jump scares in there. Um, nice. Uh, gave me a little bit of a uh, Amityville horror type, uh, uh-huh. type setup, but I thought it was pretty cool. Cool. Looking nice. like a Amityville horror meets sinister kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, that's uh, from uh, Midnight Releasing Without a Body. Uh, what else we got? Pretty here? rad. Uh, this one was pretty cool. It's a little documentary. Uh, stale popcorn and uh, sticky, sticky floors. Uh, so it's a grindhouse horror documentary. Uh, oh, nice. F- featuring interviews with Mel Novak from A Force of Darkness. Uh, Brink Stevens from Slumber Party Massacre, uh, Texas Chainsaw, John Duggan, Dugan, Duggan, Dugan. Uh, we got a Halloween three, John Nolan, uh, Microwave Massacre, Greg Muckler, Spookies is on here. Uh, people from uh, Don't Look in the Basement, uh, I Spit on Your Grave, and Reanimator, Craig Reed. 
Uh, so it's available on uh, kunaki.com. So just go on there and... Uh, Careful how you type that in. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, yeah. Kunaki. Kunaki. You might get something you don't want to see. I did. Speaking of something, I did. I was trying to look up music stuff, some more music stuff. Yeah. And I typed in Fuse Magazine. I just typed in, yeah, Fuse Magazine, right? And yeah. I, I, you know, uh, store, uh, like uh, bookmarked it and all that stuff. And then I went back to it later on. It wasn't Fuse Music Magazine. It was uh -huh. like some, like, scantily clad, like, Adam and Eve. Nice. Like, check it out now. Check out Patreon page. And I was, oh God! I was like, "All right, well, good thing." You were I like, "Wait." Yeah, good thing I wasn't I looking for that. Yeah, good thing but I didn't since throw we're that. here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I mean, since this is fate, yeah, obviously. Is, since that just popped up here on my screen. I was looking for Fuse, like the channel. You know, remember the TV channel Fuse? That's what I was. Yeah. Type in your search in your search bar. Yeah. But uh, so this is uh, coming. What day here? What day is it coming? Uh, Never. <laughs> uh, this Halloween. So it'll be available VOD and DVD uh, this Halloween. So you nice. can go on Social Cinema Studios On Demand 5.vhx. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, just look for it. Uh, it's called Stale Popcorn. Type in your sticky. search bar. Popcorn. Uh, st sticky popcorn. Don't watch out for stiff. sticky in your search bar. <laughs> or stiff and sticky. What the? I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, I'm gonna watch it because I. I. It's got a lot of good people I, from the trailer. Uh, looks like it's gonna be cool. John Russo, nice. you know, all that, all those people involved. Old school stuff. If you're into that, uh, old school shit. Spookies. Shout out to Spookies. Texas Chainsaw. Nice. You know, uh, I think. Yeah, there's some good shit on there. That was a pretty good list. I think you'll enjoy it. Might be worth a watch. Yeah, you know what? I wish I probably would have supported a little bit. Uh, worth a watch was Quibi. They're gone. Quibi's yeah, I never shot, saw shocker. anything on there. So yeah. I mean, I'm not that sad about it. Yeah, I mean, they had a uh, uh, 50 states of fright. So, but I guess they're uh -oh. not going to get through all the whole state. Kevin Hart was on there too, a bunch of shit. I didn't see that lasting anyway. Like, I mean, with all the other things that we pay for for subscriptions, mm -hmm. who's gonna want to pay for that? Unless there was something on it you really wanted to see. Like, I was gonna say the only thing that I was disappointed I didn't get to watch on there was Reno Nine One One, but I don't think like anything else really caught my eye. I didn't know about this Fifty States of Fright. Um, I'm sure it was good, mm -hmm. but I mean, I feel like that's just another thing to pay for, like 10 minute episodes. Like it was a cool concept, but I feel like it just wasn't something that was going to last. Yeah. But yeah. So shout out to Quibi. It's, I, it might still be running, but so this one I put on here because I read the article. I got it from Dread Central. Uh, it wasn't mostly to do anything with the werewolves, but I just wanted to highlight it because the article uh, deals with like um, uh, some like mental health things and like depression. Yep. And um, like he, the person in this article, I'm not gonna go through the whole thing, but like I said, I want, I just wanted to highlight it because I think that people should read it. Uh, it's by a dude, uh, Patrick Brennan. Uh, it's called "The Beast in Me: Werewolves, Depressions, and Hope." Um, so he 
had bouts of depression at some point and he found that he likened it to like the transformation of the beast within all that stuff yep. like where when you're in that beast mode you don't really know like what you're doing who you are and then you wake up the next morning so but he like the way he encompasses like the the werewolf like you know right to it i thought was awesome and then what he writes but yeah you can find it on dreadcentral.com um and it's called the beast in me um but yeah he you know he mentions an american werewolf in london that type of stuff and and it was cool like uh using horror as a tool which you know horror gets a bad rap as far as like oh you let you let your kids watch horror yeah i mean as long as you you know talk to your kids if and, they if they can handle it then yeah. they can handle it yeah. But, if uh, they can't, then they can't. It's, yeah. you know, yep. 100%. I think it's per just like people per yeah. person. Some people yeah. don't like horror movies. Yep. Some people like them. Yep. It's, you know, so, and I think this actually makes a lot of sense now that I'm kind of like reading through it a little bit. That's yeah. definitely something I will be bookmarking for later. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, um, I, that's like I said, I was like, oh, cool. Werewolves, you know, I, I like werewolves are my favorite thing. Um but yeah, I was like, it turned when I when I finished reading, I was like, that was totally way better. It turned out way better than I thought. You know what I mean? Nice. What I thought the the article was intending, but but yeah, check it out. Dread Central, the Beast in Me. Um, Sweet. Alrighty, so Shutter again, twenty twenty one. Everything's getting moved out to twenty twenty one. Movies. Uh, I saw some other movies again, moved past that, but. Uh, Vampires, boys from country hell. Uh, it's a vampire yeah. comedy. Oh wow! Oh, it's an Irish vampire comedy. Yeah. Just because this job has been done half price doesn't mean it should be done half hours. It says headed to Shutter next year after all the horror thriller streaming service picked up the North American rights to the film. Uh, recently premiered uh, and was the official selection for Tribeca before the event was canceled. So, mm -hmm. looks like it's anticipated. Uh, written and directed by Chris Baugh, the film stars Jack Rowan. From Peaky Blinders, as Eugene Moffat, a man who spends his days at the pub and his nights pulling pranks on tourists at the grave sites. Uh, the Irish vampire who reported, who reportedly inspired Bram Stoker to write Dracula. Uh, when he and his father, construction crew, accidentally knocked the monument over, they set off a series of terrifying events that begins when they are attacked by an infected co-worker. Huh. That like actually it. seems like it will be very good. Yeah. Um this and that uh that uh Nick Frost uh paranormal yeah. thing. Uh yep, yep, yep. Look like something I'm gonna be checking out pretty good. But uh yeah, Irish, right? I you said Irish. 
Ryan, yeah. what do you think? What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I'm the title was off putting for me until that synopsis got read, and I'm now I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever honestly seen an Irish vampire movie, so it's gonna be a lot of a lot of goodness. Wow, it looks like it's gonna be pretty good here. It's both managed uh, from beginning to end. It's a delight. Manages to be both funny and scary with characters you'd be happy to grab a pint with at the pub, even if they weren't fighting vampires. Uh, we know Shutter members are going to love it as much as we do. We can't wait to share it with them. Uh, it was made with a lot of passion and grit by many talented people, and it's a huge honor to have it presented by such a fearless curator of boundary-pushing genre programming. Good old Shutter. Damn, let's check it out. 2021. Yeah, so. Making us wait on that shit. Yeah. Get us all hyped up. Hyped up for 2021, bro. Hashtag What you got? Up. What you got? What you got next? Hype. What you got? Uh, let's play Hype us up. What you got? Let's play pretend. Because uh, this is uh, when this airs, it's uh, right now, I guess, Halloween weekend uh, or Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. All right, so this one uh, I saw last week, but Ryan, Ryan said, let's save that for next week. Uh, Ten of the best Halloween costumes in horror movies. Yes. I like that. I like um, it. So, you know, we got a uh, homicidal maniac. <laughs> uh, who's that? Uh, Wednesday Adams. They look like just like everyone else. That's right. Uh, pigtails, little dress. What's on her dress? Is it? I've always wondered what is it just weird design? I feel webs? like it's like like it? vines kind of like or wait, let's zoom in. Sticks. It is. It's like sticks. Is like, it fish bones? No. Is it thorns? It's some it I think it's some kind of pins, maybe? Huh. You know I'm what? Not... We're just gonna So yeah. We're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> uh, what's that? The dog patch, not dog patch, right? Um, yeah. So homicidal maniac. Uh, I like it. Uh, we got the goth queen. Ooh. From uh, Night of the Demons. She throws a, Angela. Yeah, she throws a a, a, a great party, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can honestly say that I've never seen Night of the Demons. Really. What? Never seen it. We watched that. We no, I always it. get it. Nope, I've seen Night of the Comet. Thought we covered. No, it. I always get it. No, I always. You've seen Night, Night of the, the Demons? Demons. Yeah, we you covered it. Literally, you've one hundred percent. Oh my god! Why can't I remember wow. that? Movie is it that? I gotta I go back. You, and how are you gonna <laughs> sit here and say you've never seen Night of the Demons? You know how many movies I fucking watch? I could have sworn we covered it fucking years ago. I don't I remember mean, doing Night of the Demons. Are you sworn. sure? That you've never seen Night of the Demons, Ryan. I'm pretty sure. I know I yes, saw. Yes, you fucking have. I know I saw Night of the Demons, but it had Eddie. It had Edward Furlong in it. Fat Edward Furlong and uh, his girlfriend there from uh, Freddy vs. Jason. But I think that was a remake of it. Uh, yeah, that was a remake of it. That's the only one that I can think of. In all honesty, really? we are talking about the one with Linnea Quigley. Wow. This... No? 
Nope. He knows. He's seen it. Is that the one with Rusty Griswold? No. Then what am I thinking of? Night of the Comet. Nope. He's not in that either. What am I thinking of? Night of something. Oh, shit. It was Night of the Creeps. That's yes. what you were thinking about. Tom Atkins. There's too many movies with Night of the... You've seen this, though. I know you have. But what? if you haven't, we will revisit it because it is... Yeah, it's a great movie. A good one. Great. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. So right. what's next after uh, that? We got, what, House got, of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, with the Skull Priesty. Yes. Get the whole full red, red, red bottoms, you know, throw them. <laughs> Uh, Otis. Yes. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. Uh, I like uh, Tiny's costume a little bit more, though, in the background. Yeah. It looks like a Cenobite. Almost a little Cenobite. Uh, we got the Halloween franchise. Clown. Of course. Just the clowns. clowns. Yeah. Just clowns. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which I just watched. Uh, the Halloween pun. That's a good one. So. I actually uh, liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, I did too, actually. I thought it was very uh, cool. This one I haven't seen yet, but Halloween Retro Classics cart- uh, yes. costumes. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about The Haunt. You should probably check it out. I feel like I need to revisit it. Yeah. Because I think that we were really hyped up about it. And then yeah. we watched it. And we were like, no, 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 I don't like it. And everyone's like, it's so good. And me and Ryan are like, why didn't we like this movie? So maybe we should go back and watch it again because it does have a pretty good following uh, so far since it came out. People loved it. Yeah, I've never seen it. And I remember we liked it. At first, what made us not like it, Ryan? <laughs> the ending when they started doing all the old school, everything move. It's the way they edited. Well, shit. don't spoil it for for yeah, Angel, yeah, yeah. but it just it had that very reminiscent feel of like that nineties shit. Well, that's yeah. That's... I don't. It just it. Some of it just kind of to me. I to me that it came off as corny. I don't know. That was me. I, I got in arguments with Joe Manganero about it because he loved that movie so much, and I'm like, a lot I, of people love that. A movie. lot of people like. I've, a lot of people have been saying they liked it a lot, and I never, I never gave it a chance. Just, uh, it just flew under my radar for probably a good reason. watch right now for a yeah. Halloween movie. Yeah. Since you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Uh, my favorite Halloween movie, yes. Halloween Three. Yes. Season of the Witch. Iconic fucking costumes in a horror movie, right there. Yeah. If if all three of us could go trick or treating, I think this would be a perfect Fuck. one for us. Yeah. Except, I know you guys are gonna make me be the witch, but no. I really want to be the fucking skeleton. No, no. Ryan could be the witch. No, I'm the skeleton. Well, you're not the skeleton. You're the pumpkin. I mean, oh, who cares? Okay. I'll be the witch if it makes everyone happy. That's okay. If you we can... could do it. All right. So you know what? That's a fucking pact right there. Yeah. If, if, w- when, if I'm like, if, when, <laughs> if things are ever normal again, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what we're doing. 
As long as Angel's the one supplying the Trick or Treat Studios masks. Well, we all buy our own one. Yeah, we just buy it. Or whatever character we are. Because we don't already have them because we don't have our, our horror cards punched for that yet. Yeah, but I when don't... we get them, we, w- we will. We will get fucking double, double punches. Stamp. Double stamp. Double punch. Yeah. Seven, for 70 bucks, I better get a triple stamp. Uh, all right, so yeah, so we got to get those masks. Um, the name get brand. on that shit. Yeah. What do we got next? Uh, Murder Party, which I just bought off the dollar DVD bin at the dollar store. Nice. But- what the fuck is it? Uh, the DIY night. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. It's supposed to be this crazy, like, fucking slash em up, gory, fucking splatterhouse, right, right. fucking shit. Um, uh, but right. yeah, the DIY night. Uh, you can go dressed up as that, and that's just a guy that is covered in cardboard. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then you could go as the vampire from uh, Trick or Treat. Nice. Uh, which, uh, if I remember correctly, that was a good, a good mask. Uh, I've never seen this one. Tales of Halloween, Friday the Thirty First, Final Girl. Uh, we actually I think just we watched started it. it. We started it. We didn't finish it. We didn't see this one. Yeah, no. So I guess you can go as Green Lantern's eyeballs because <laughs> that's all the picture is. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, it looks like. All right. So yeah, that's uh, something's happening there. You know, you got to get your your Halloweeny on. Hopefully, you're dressed up as what you want it to be. You're a little sexy cat. You know, a little sexy whatever you want to be. You know? I'm a mouse. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully you... uh, Get your booze and candy and... But, uh, you know, when you get dressed up, you need the, uh, the makeups, right? You do, so why not head over to Woochie.com for professional quality special effects makeup. If you haven't, then you better get stocked up for next year. Uh, that code again is M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E for 15% off your entire order. Also, if you're looking for some new shirts to wear or figures for your desk, shelf, or whatever, hit up HorrorMerch.com. They have tons of licensed shirts, officially licensed shirts, Figures, masks, and whatever your ass fancies. Use code SSP for Strange Show Podcast. That's SSP for 20% off your order. That excludes uh, any already discounted items and only includes men and women's shirts. Wow. Get you something. And uh, like always, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Uh, Coffee to die for, right? I believe that's their tagline. It's so good. I will burn my tongue for that shit. Yeah. So uh, get and pick up a couple bags. Drink it warm. <laughs> now, part three of You Got Ghost. The shit gets real. So about a year and some change, he gets cancer. I started working several full-time jobs. I started working as an operations analyst in Boston, and I was able to come home the two afternoons he got back from chemo so I can take care and nurse him for a few hours because this is some awful stuff I wouldn't wish on anybody. Because of this, we slept opposite hours. He sleeps while I'm at work uh, because he always falls asleep right after he gets home from chemo. Uh, It's very exhausting. 
So when I get home from job two, it's middle of the night and he's wide awake. So I got used to going to bed on my own. One night, his brother is hanging out and we get along super well. Uh, but even so, I'm not that comfortable with him seeing me in a nighty. So I'm off to bed. It's a weekend, so I get to get to sleep early. Uh, early is about midnight. So I shut the door to the bedroom, which is what, something I almost never do. I get in bed and I am comfortably heading to sleep when my eyes are suddenly shot open by the sound of something moving in the closet. I shift from my side to my back and look down at the left corner of my bed, which is where the closet is situated. Again, this is a super old house. The closet door is the other door in our house, which is extremely old and warped and impossible to open and close without shoving all of your weight one way or another. It is super loud, screams and screeches when it opens, except for tonight. I'm looking at this door, lit up by the moonlight, coming in through the sides of the pulled shades, and the door swings slowly open, purposefully, and with a deafening absence of any sound. Uh, the room is small around the bed, where there's only barely enough room for one adult to walk around, uh, except only the end where there are two dressers of our clothes topped with a small TV. On the left side, there is nothing but a window. The closet at the end and in between the two old, an old metal standing fan, which is missing one leg, so it wobbles if you move into it. As I stare at the closet door, which has now stopped fully open against the wall, which again is impossible because it has to be held open to stay open or it would scream to a close on its own, which just adds to my confusion and rising fear. Mentally, at this point, I'm concerned, but not yet afraid. I'm running through in my head of all the possibilities to how this could happen. What makes this possible? Because there has to be a reason. I hear a huge footstep in a creek right where the closet is. Nope. I'm telling myself, the house is old. It's settling. You're being such a baby. A second creek away from the closet closer to the bed. Still possible. It's the house shifting weight. It makes sense it would be near the first creek. It's totally a normal thing. You're a third step in a creek and a loud metal twang as whatever made the step knocks into my metal fan and sends it swaying side to side on its uneven footing. And my mind collectively stops and pivots from making explanations to screaming out every prayer I have ever been forced to memorize in need. I can't move. I'm frozen as another footstep falls to the side of the bed, and I clutch the blanket so tight my knuckles are white. As the bed creaks and shifts to the left, and a huge depression pushes into the bed, and I can't breathe anymore. The door to the bedroom on my right bursts open, and light and air and life enter the room again, and I take a huge breath as I can move again, and he pushes a phone into my face. Your mom is on the phone. I grab the phone with both hands, tears streaming down my face as my mom screams into the other end. Colleen, are you okay? What's wrong? Something is wrong. I felt it. I could hear you. You just saved my life. I sob out and start telling her what happened as my feet are already running me into the living room. My fiance clearly completely confused. My mother never, ever called after dinner hours, as she called it. 6 to 7 p.m. were her cutoff hours to give us privacy. It was about 12.30 at night. My mother never, ever would have called. It was crazy that she felt how scared I was. 
after this, I still stayed there. It's crazy how you talk yourself back out of these things. Uh, you have a life to live, things to do. You need to get back to normal. So you just stuff it down and go to work and come home and sleep in the same bed because you have to. One night, I was going to bed so my eyes were closed. I felt him get into bed and snuggle up behind me, his lips right behind my ear. I felt his hot breath on my neck, which I remember for some reason more than anything because it was startlingly hot and was thinking internally, oh, this is so nice, how sweet, because he was never this affectionate. He breathed hotly into my ear, hi. I smiled big and rolled to my left to snuggle into him for a kiss and rolled right into a large dip in the bed. I never moved so quickly in all of my life as I jumped out of the bed and ran into the living room. My fiance was laying on the floor playing his final fantasy game and looked up at me with a what? And I said, were you just in the bedroom? He replied, no. And he didn't believe me again, of course. Another time I forgot to mention, before cancer and after the first time after cleaning when I heard the voice say, nice job, my fiancé and I were getting ready for work. We both left at the same time uh, in the mornings and usually spent that waking time together getting dressed and talking to each other across the house as to what we are going to do. Planning, bringing things back from the market for dinner, stuff like that. We were talking back and forth for about 10 minutes while he shaved his head in the bathroom. And I got dressed in the bedroom. And after he finished talking about something, I asked him a this or that question. Something like, do you want me to make this or that for dinner? He didn't answer. I asked again and peeked my head out of the bedroom. I saw a man walk from the kitchen to the front hallway where the door was. I called out, hey, wait, you didn't answer me. And the door never opened. I walked out and nobody was in the hallway. I pulled out my cell and I called him. What? I'm at work. But you were just in the bathroom. We were just talking. It takes me 15 minutes to get here. I left 20 minutes ago. Who were you talking to? I moved out not much longer after the incident where whatever it was touched me and cuddled me in bed. After two years of never taking a day off from work, uh, he hit remission, and we had planned to take a vacation together. He said he wanted a little time alone, and I totally understood and didn't even think about it. I took my vacation alone, but I came home a few days early with a gift to find anything of mine from my toothbrush to pictures and knickknacks shoved into drawers and closets and beer bottles and bottles of hypnotic and pizza boxes everywhere and him in bed with another girl. So that was fun. We stayed in touch on social media. Years later, he messaged me out of the blue. Fuck you. What did I do? I hate you. You were right. About? He still, to this day, lives in that apartment. He was always strongly opinionated and against any supernatural anything because he just didn't believe in it. But that night, he was lying on the floor playing his game. Yeah, things and people don't change much. When he felt something weird and looked up, on the couch was a man dressed in black, very white, pale face with red eyes staring down at him with a grimace like he hated him so, so much, plastered on his face, and he said a good 15 or more seconds passed while they just looked at each other, and he faded away. Yeah. 
I uh, hope you enjoyed that little three-part story there. Um, hope to bring you more. So if you got any creepy stories, send them to uh, thatstraightenshow at gmail.com, uh, and we'll read them. Uh, yeah, so thatstraightenshow at gmail.com for your spooky spookies. Genuine haunted castle. Castle Plunkett! We can promise you ghouls of all descriptions! There are no blooming ghosts here! But there will be! We'll invent them! Their host doesn't want them disappointed. This is the most pitiful supernatural sham that I've ever encountered! We'll get better, I assure you! But when you fake a haunting, the real ghosts get mad. I'm going to give those Americans exactly what they came here for. What is going on here? Now, they're out of the closet. You're real. You're a real ghost. Love is in the air. And Jack's just dreamy enough to imagine life with a ghost. Jack, is that you? There's a man in my bathtub! That's Martin. Who's Martin? He's a ghost. Uh, he Jack. his wife every night. Other than that, I think he's pretty harmless. Daryl Hannah. If you loved me, the miracle could happen. Peter O'Toole. Ooh. Sorry, Peter. Beverly D'Angelo. You threw me over this? I mean, I knew you liked passive women, Jack, but she's half dead. I hope she has a great personality because this hurts. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, I know looks aren't everything. I, I'm, uh, I'm in here, Jack. It's just that they can help so much. When you're There's in nothing here. like a vacation to give your spirits a lift. Mm. High spirits. He's an American. And she's a ghost. Vacation romances are always a hassle. He's an American and married. She's a ghost and gorgeous. Vacation romances are always a hassle. A hauntingly funny comedy. The comedy you'll lose your head over. Jesus Christ. So those are uh, the taglines for uh, high spirits, right? Uh, yes. Tonight we're doing a double feature uh, Giving you guys a treat for Halloween uh, We're doing High Spirits And I believe uh, 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 A cult favorite Ernest Scared Stupid Yes, yes. Sir. Ernest was like Super popular There were all these different crazy movies like what's he getting into next yeah what's the, uh what's the so uh, i mean it's you always gotta have a good halloween movie for any character right or for any any kind of series or anything you do you know always he, gotta always gotta throw a halloween special in you do so, roseanne, roseanne wings yeah 
Cheers. Everybody's yeah. Frazier. I mean, come on. Simon. You know, and it's earnest, so you know, family friendly. Yeah. Uh, family comedy. Something you can watch with the kids during yeah. spooky season. Yeah, I watch both of these with my kids. Uh, I think we're gonna start with High Spirits tonight. Yes. High Spirits is a 1988 fantasy comedy film directed by one Neil Jordan, set in a remote Irish castle called Dromore Castle Company, Limerick. High Spirits is a topsy-turvy comedy with thematic leanings towards Ireland's rich folklore regarding ghosts and spirits, where the castle starts to come to life with the help of such denizens. When a hotelier attempts to fill chronic vacancies at his castle by launching an advertising campaign that falsely portrays the property as haunted, two actual ghosts show up and they end up falling for two guests. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Indeed. Uh, who's in this? Uh, we got we got a lot of names in this. <clears throat> we got Babyface Daryl Hannah uh, as Mary Punk- Plunkett Brogan. Uh, you know that you know where she's from, right? Roxanne. You she's know? from everywhere. Splash. Splash, Kill Bill, Wall Street. Yeah. She has quite uh, quite the the body of work. Yeah, she was also in Steel Magnolias, Ryan's favorite American comedy drama film. <laughs> you know Steel Magnolias. Yes, I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, she looks like. Uh, uh, what's that? Nah, Antonio Bandera's wife now. Meg Griffith. Melanie Griffith. Me- is it M- Melanie or not Meg? Mel- I thought it was Meg. No, nope, Melanie. Melanie. Uh, hey. uh, let's see. Yeah. We got we got Peter O'Toole as Peter Plunkett. Uh, he used to he's be. Just, he used he's to be an icon. Well, he's dead now, but he was yeah. a hugely iconic uh, Shakespearean trained actor. Yes. Yeah, and he was uh, easy on the eyes when he was uh, a little younger. Not in this movie. A little nah, easy on the eyes. He was a bit old. Yeah, he was. Uh, in this movie. But yeah, Speaking of easy on the eyes. Yeah, but R.I.P. to Peter O'Toole. Though. Yes. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, we got a, a mixed bag. I, I think this guy looks like a mix between Chevy Chase and... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh from Full Full House, the dad, yeah, that's a, the dad, Bob Saget, Bob Saget, I yeah. I don't know. Did you? Are yeah. you talking about Steve Gutenberg? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see either one of those things. I saw in it. Steve Gutenberg. No. I, I see it. Uh, I know him famously He's got from his own look. from Cocoon. Cocoon, Police Academy. Yeah. Mostly just Police Academy, Three Men and a Baby, Three, three Men and a Little Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was the toast of the town at one point. And Short oh, Circuit. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. Johnny, just the first one. Johnny Five Alive. That's awesome. He saw that and was like, I'm not doing part two, just so you guys know. Cause if- he, yeah. And then he never made another movie again. Uh, we got Beverly. De- we got Beverly D'Angelo, which is uh, Ryan's teen crush. Uh, I believe you crusted many a sheets to uh, this lady, right? Oh my uh, god! I mean, sheets, socks, pillowcases. Yeah. So we closest know her pet, the closest pet, whatever was within range. Uh, and that's why you're banned from Facebook right now. 
Uh, National Lampoons, famously, right? Yes. Mrs. Griswold. Yeah. And she gets hoo-hawed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's... By Al <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she was in A Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, and she's also had a guest role on The Simpsons as Lurleen Lumpkin. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. What, what else is she being in? What else? Oh, she's Big Trouble. She's been a bunch well, of shit. Big, Big Trouble. Trouble, Law and Order, SVU, uh, Mandy Pointed Out, American History X. Correct. Uh, the Pope Most Die. Remember that? Nope. Okay. Uh, Vegas Vacation. That would be a vacation movie. National Lampoon. You know what else she was in? What? What she was? High Spirits. That's oh. what we're talking about now. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Who, else, who else we got? Uh, we got? We got a very young, very horny Liam Neeson. Uh, as doing, and was, also a very his, young... And very horny Jennifer Tilly. Oh, Liam, yes. this was Liam Neeson's first taste of "I'm gonna find you." Yeah, <laughs> and I'll kill you. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, no, we know him from yeah, Taken, uh, The Gray, Dark Man. Did you ever see The Gray? No. Where he's fighting, he's fighting Timberwolves. Nope. Oh, it's it's good. It's a good movie. Wasn't he in your favorite there, Dark Man? Yes, and Dark Man. Yeah. Uh, a lot of shit. Uh, He's Raz Ghoul. He's, he's very. He's well a known. questionable Raz Ghoul. Um. Yeah. The mustache and uh, that whole thing he had going on was uh, no bueno. Uh, and but, he beat the shit out of Peter Griffin. Uh. Yes, he did. But he was also in Excalibur, which is a great medieval movie. You ever seen that? Nope. It's great. Uh. What about Kroll? He was great in that. I've I've heard the name and I've never. You should check it out. Sci-fi. Kroll Conqueror? Yeah, Kroll. Uh, Kevin Sorbo? Nope. Nope, I'm just getting shit wrong all day today. <laughs> He's been in a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Liam Neeson. He's yeah. very, very well-known. He's a well-known actor. He's an Oscar. Uh, Schindler's List. I mean, nobody if, mentioned. if you don't know who he is, then, Come I on. mean, watch the movies. He was Rob Roy. Come on, bro. Rob Roy. I don't know. You know who I do know? Cult icon Jennifer Tilly. Yes. yes. Come on, man. Anybody that's seen Bound has crusted many a sheet. Oh, my God. Listen, I didn't even know it was Jennifer Tilly till she fell in the moat. And then there was uh, some, like, instant flotation devices. I was like, that's Jennifer Tilly. You were like, ooh, I know them anyway. I was, well, she looks a lot different now. Yeah. Than she, she did back then. Now well, she's she, blonde and turning into a Kathleen Turner. Well, she she's actually a, not blonde anymore. No. She actually has dark hair again. Um, so just gonna yeah, throw that still, in there for she's you. Still, she's still hot though. She, she, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, for for sixty two. Yeah. She is hot. Yeah. Um. um but, she's also. Uh. I don't know if you guys know. She is a poker player now, and uh, that's how she's famous nowadays. Yep. And she is married to, I, I'm not into poker, but I think one of the bigger, bigger stars in the poker game. So she's make, so she's still making Chucky movies just because she wants to. 
This isn't uh, a, she's doing she was, it for this isn't a doing it because she needs work kind of thing. Not anymore, I don't think. But she is an actress by you know by trade. Yeah, she's married uh, or boyfriend up with uh, the Unabomber. Oh yeah. Uh, what's his name? Phil. I forget his name. Phil. Phil Locke. But she's been in a ton of shit like forever. Right. I was half paying attention. I just heard she hooked up with the Unabomber, and I was like, no, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, Why is Jennifer Tilly? Uh, she was awesome and in Liar Liar. Yeah. I loved her in that. She's uh, also Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Iconically family guy, Bonnie. Bonnie yeah. Swanson. Anybody else? Uh, nope. That, can think of Peter Gallagher. Else? Yes. Peter Peter Gallagher. Yes, we're moving Peter, on. Peter eyebrows. We are moving Dave on to Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. Uh, he and, is uh, he is another SVU guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Californication, Grace and Frankie, Covert Affairs, The OC. Um, I'm not even like getting into like the like the big. He did Sex Lies and Videotape, um, Shortcuts, Malice. The underneath while you were sleeping, like he's the house he's on Haunted Hill. Oh, house on Haunted Hill. He was Blackburn. He was the fake doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And he was an American Beauty. Yeah, he was the fucking the asshole plowing Kevin Spacey's wife. Yep. Yeah. So. And he was in Mister Deeds. Very very sneaky. Yep. Yes. Very very sneaky. So. Oh my god. That's uh, so but he, I guess they alluded to the fact that uh, the dude's packing heat. Because uh, when uh, they all yeah. get, when they all get naked, they're like, I guess all the snakes were not driven out of Ireland. And yeah. they were like, look at that dick. And he got embarrassed. And t- Jennifer Tilly was like, mm, I'm a. She from the beginning was like, I'm a fuck me a priest. Yeah, yes, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because she. All- <laughs> She's like, you're not a priest yet. And he's like, goddamn right, I'm being between them titties and about. Two- Halfway through this movie, <laughs> can't have an eighty can't have an eighties movie with a priest in it without the priest ripping off the collar and throwing it on the ground yeah, and kissing no. a woman. Yeah. Fuck uh, that. I like, mean, oh, that's, titty, I, I mean, I that's, forgot about titties. Shit, what's wrong with me? It, Hold it, on a second. <laughs> I feel like that's like should be the final test for a priest is like, look at these. Just tits. put some titties in and front you gotta of and, like they can like measure his heart rate and like see if he's still. <laughs> At, and pat his forehead with like a tissue and see if it like picks up sweat. And if you remain cool and your heartbeat doesn't like go up at all, then you can be a priest. They should also do other tests that I don't want to talk about right now, but I feel like those are important for them to do as well. Okay. Just to make sure different different sort that of the fun. priests aren't gonna ruin any lives in the future. Different pictures, same test. Um that's yeah. just it. That's on the other end of the spectrum. But for a cast in this, I feel like that's majority worth mentioning, except for maybe yeah. the guy that got eaten by the, the T-Rex on the toilet in Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Malcolm? Yeah, Malcolm. That's where he's from. Clever girl, right? Not that he's, the one that gets, he's the one that gets uh, eaten. He's the oh, first yeah. person killed. Yeah. It's a pretty stacked cast. Yeah, he's an asshole too. Yeah, he's the one that they're like, "Where's he?" He's the when you gotta go, you gotta go guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in some good movies too. Night Riders, 
Uh, planes and trains. Uh, stop or my mom will shoot. You uh, said good. Huh? You said good movies. Yeah. Get Shorty. Heat. You know, I feel like when he lists off his movies to people that he's been in, he leads off Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. What? That was a great movie. He played Polly. That is the only time I've ever seen the star of a movie record a video of himself uh-huh. talking about how he will one day get back at Arnold Schwarzenegger for convincing him that it was a great role to take just to find out later on that Arnold Schwarzenegger knew it was a shit movie, yeah. but thought it would be hysterical to get him to do it. Yes. That's actual video that's out there. Sylvester Stallone, like, yeah, that's how that movie happened. Thanks a, lo- <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, another name I want to mention here is Liz Smith, uh, Mrs. Plunkett. Uh, she's a... Uh, a ghost. She No, she... Uh, Ghost now. Oh yeah, now, now, now <laughs> she is. Uh, R.I.P. to her. She was ninety-five when she passed. Uh, but she's uh, that's fam- a life lived. Yeah, but she's uh, famous uh, because uh, I believe she was in the Pink Panther uh, original Pink Panther shit. Uh, she was Fuck, in. She was old. She was in Pink Panther Strikes Again. Yep. Uh, was when she is when she is the only thing that she was in for Pink uh, Panther. Curse of the Pink Panther. Where's the hell is these movies went on for that long? Trail of the Pink Panther. I kept Panther. swiping and I'm like, that's it. No, like I, going. I figured they made just movies in the 70s and then Steve Martin just had nothing else to do with his time. So he's like, let's bring them back. No, no, there's a bunch of shit. But uh, and then I believe she was also in the newest uh, Charlie and the whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. She was Grandma Georgina. Back in uh, she was the crazy one, the crazy one, or the one pretending to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. In that movie, if I recall, she wasn't really nuts. And then everybody else is uh, regarded and esteemed in their own regard, but it's nothing I've ever watched. Uh, it's a lot of Irish stuff, you know, from way back in the day. Um, but they all, you know, deserve a little mention here. But uh, is this movie awesome? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is one That's of my. Movie. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? So I'm happy that you brought. Yes, hundred percent. This is up there on the list of movies that I have. Like I mentioned this movie to Mandy, and I'm like, you can watch it. Because I don't need to. Like, I have this movie completely memorized from beginning to end. Uh-huh. I could I could perform it as a one-man show for people. Like, this was one of my top rentals. I used to drive my parents nuts. Like, it was like this and Monster Squad and that movie with Henry Thomas with the, with the Lake Monster. Over and up. Frog Dreaming. Oh, okay. Over and over and over again, just these same movies. I loved. I lo- I still love High School. I just watched it like two weeks ago when Mandy was sleeping, and I watched it a week before that. Like I could put it. It's a put on and watch whenever movie. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, At, so- I love Steve Gutenberg. I can't help it. <laughs> he's, he's. I don't get it. He has an, He has this weird appeal on on screen, and it's like. Sexy like, peels? Not, no, like watchability, but it's like you're not really doing anything though. 
No, he's not because uh, in this he's. <laughs> And there's an instance, right, where in the beginning, uh, where they're like, oh, we'll never get that broken off our backs. And he's like, did you say broken? And then he's like, I can fix it. And I was like, why does he care? Like, yeah, that's how he is in everything, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, he, why he, does he give a fuck? He's like, no, I'm going to get to the bottom of this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just got here and I was leaving. And he was. I think it was because he was naturally attracted to the castle. Yeah. Remember the whole time he was there, he's the only one that gave a shit. The only one that asked questions. He was staring at the portrait. Who's that? Like he was like he was touching the table from underneath without his hands. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. But his uh, Ah. strong hand. But uh, I mean, there's one little flaw that I see in this movie. It was a little bit of a pacing. Just because the first, like, listen, listen, yeah. listen. Because, like, the first 40 minutes of it are great. And then when it gets into, right. like, that whole lull with, like, the lovey, lovey, dovey thing. But then it picks back up after that. But there's, like, a good right. 16, 20 minutes that, to me, are unnecessary. Unneeded, yeah. But once once they kick back in and, like, they actually got the ghost, you know, haunting and all that stuff. Like, when the storm mm-hmm. kicks in. Um, Talking about when the real ghosts show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying the first first 40 minutes are like chaos from start to finish. Yeah. And that's, I was like, this is great. I love this. You feel bad for the people that live in the castle because they're trying so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. And, but I'll tell you right now, as a kid watching this movie, I found the nuns, the nun ghosts in this to be absolutely terrifying yeah my kids uh that's the funny that you mentioned that that was like a standout for them they were like and my kid was like those are those are creepy as hell but those look like jawas dressed yep. up as as nuts yep. they're just they got like black cloth over their face and the little beady eyes looking yeah, through yeah. and yeah. just the fact that they push her they push them out the window yeah yeah Legit. Yeah. Or just when they're coming through the walls and shit. Yeah. But it was it's it's a fun movie. It's, it's just it, a fun It is a it, vi- it, it's if you love a ghost hard enough, fuck it. <laughs> you <laughs> no, no, no. Get, you gotta you gotta let them you gotta let them give you that scalp. That scalping, bro. Because Steve I mean, he was, doomed, he was doomed from the moment he put it in. I don't know why she was active like like, like, nah, nah, we're good. Just keep, like, so from what I got is like, as long as you don't finish. That's what I thought. Good. That's what I. That's what I thought. But uh, he must have had that er- that early ejac because he uh, was really. I don't know. He had all that buildup over the whole movie. Yeah. Well, his wife wasn't. Fu- his wife wasn't. Feels, his wife wasn't fucking him. Feels like either. Uh, I'm imagining it's like. Helped them earlier. So. I'm I'm imagining it's like if like when you get someone to run their fingers through your hair, like nice and slow, you know. I think it's a feather, a feather tip, all the way down the front of you. Yeah, <laughs> right down the middle of you, one yeah. little feather tip. Because I think, I think that it was in the delete, deleted scenes, but I think he did come, uh. When she when she phased right through him, cause uh, he legit let out like 
the like a the best green screen moan you know, I've ever I heard. Was trying to avoid saying that Steve Gutenberg nutted, but you <laughs> he just nutted. went right to the throat. He nutted he twice. Came. Twice. We don't know what it's like. I've never had a ghost fucking rape me. Like I don't know. No, she. There was. It was all consensual. There was no rape. Well, I mean, yes, unless it was Liam Neeson because his character died. His character died before shit like that wasn't cool anymore. To just pop up in showers behind women. Oh, and and well, she asked up in bed and be like, "Look at, look at this dick." (laughs) Well, she (laughs) was again. That was it. Was it was presented, but it was consensual. Like right, you know. but uh, she, she like him gross too because he was fucking farting left and right. <laughs> he was squishing, 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 squishing. That's dude, real Irish. That's what my grandparents used to call that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, he's ripping it left, like deep, bet, like deep gut farts too. Yeah, yeah. Ghost and farts. fucking warts all over his hands. Like she just needed like grossness. Steve Gutenberg, clean. I think Steve Gutenberg. Uh, m- while he might have had a piece on him, he was just too nice. It was just too yeah. nice. She wanted, like she, that. she wanted Mahoney, but she got three three she got the guy that has the baby with the two roommates yeah, yeah. instead. Uh what is what does Liam Neeson say he has the best what the The best Bahoogies. Yeah, Bahoogies. Uh the and he called it Bahoogie Night. Yeah. It's Bahoo chasing her running her down with the bus. Which, by the way, if you if you look at it, he straight up murdered her. Yeah, he straight up killed her. Steve Gutenberg did it like nice and romantic. Yeah, and like he fucked her to death is he what did. he did. He did because she's like this oh, other dude get. ran her off a cliff. Yeah, he was like she was like oh we can't and he's like no I'll just put the tip in and then after a while she was like no just come get this two hundred year old pussy don't stop and then fucking. Then then she then she does a, a Beetlejuice thing where she like starts turning into a, a cor- two hundred year old corpse, and uh, he's just like and he's she's like, like I don't know you yeah yeah he legit ran off and I was like that's fucked up because you was just inside of her when she didn't look like an old fucking bag of bones and now and you're like you ain't got the makeup on and you're like ah oh no oh no uh, but. Uh, all he had to do was give her the true love's kiss, you know, yep. and, uh, you know, that, that, but to go back to what you were saying where Liam Neeson was tapping his, his fucking nutsack on the edge of the window there. And she's like, Oh, and he's like, come get this. And then he like, he's a ghost, but he's yeah. Like, she's, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. He even turned around to watch her die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but that's the thing, because then she took their her body, so she was like a death becomes. That's her the part where it got really weird. Was they just swapped? Yeah, yeah. That's basically what it ended up being. Was a ghost wife swap. Yep. Yes. Uh, but uh, very enjoyable movie. Uh, like I said, just those little sixteen minutes. Uh, the pacing, uh, obviously believability out the door. But the effects on this, what'd you guys think of uh, the whole castle thing? I thought it was. I I thought it was uh, the set pieces. Uh, yeah, were, were awesome. Definitely cool. Uh, I thought the effects in this were great. I mean, for what for it was the at the time. Yeah, yeah, for the time. This was a very like '80s, good-hearted. 
they had lots of movies like this that came out in the 80s. Mm -hmm. and just that good-hearted, PG-13, mildly naughty yeah. comedies. They just added this, but when she turns into the living corpse, like that shit was like legit looking. Yeah. Just the ghosts in general, when they're coming out of the walls, like coming out of their crypts. Yeah, yeah. Shit looked dope. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, too, where they're like naming off the people that are waking up in the wall, and they're like, she looks pissed. Yeah, she we, looks pissed. We got and, great. Oh, man, great. your fucking dad's here, and he is fucking bulldogging you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We're going to go back to our rooms now. I was kind of uh, a little upset that they didn't. Uh run those run that through they only use those for like that scene and then after that it was peter o'toole back in the basement talking to his dad uh and he's like i never realized like that you thought i was a f like that you thought you were assuming that i thought you were a fuck up you know and all this stuff but like yeah the, if i i really like the uh the scene one of my favorite scenes uh is when they're at the pub or like the you know the bar in the castle, yeah. And they're like, the thing just starts moving on its own, and like the, oh, the octopus, yeah. Monster. And then the the guy's like, just ignore it, and then it's just mayhem. The kid gets like snatched up and turns into like a little wooden piece that's part of it, and uh, you know. And I thought it was funny because his name was Woody, and he turned into a little wooden thing. But uh, yeah. That whole scene was chaos. They're getting water. They got the, a fucking whale's tail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this movie didn't give a shit. No, nah, it was awesome. Yeah. And uh, what was the other thing? Um, like you said, like these movies, like it reminded me a little bit of like a mixed bag of uh, um, like uh, uh, nothing but trouble. Not as like yeah. nasty, but like in that same vein of like fantasy fantastical type deal you know yeah. right but uh and that's what i was I can saying see that and that's what i was saying like i felt and then my you know my wife was saying like maybe you're only saying this person's name because of beverly d'angelo but i was like this yeah. feels like chevy chase could be in this movie no you don't think so i i, I gotta disagree chevy chase doesn't do that's the thing about Steve Gutenberg with his appeal is he's like, he's an everyman. Mm, okay. Chevy Chase doesn't play everyman. Like, he needs to be a dick. Yeah. And stuff that he's in. Steve Gutenberg's like that, like, like he could be your dad. He could yeah. be, like, your dad's friend that's cool and shares a beer with you kind of guy. And Chevy Chase is more arrogant. High, strong, and... This guy was supposed to be more, like, I love this place. Everything's great. I'm... I support you guys just trying and stuff, and Chevy Chase would be more like, like one of the assholes that like, came I don't there. care. Like he would be the parapsychologist, uh, okay. right? Like I'm know. like you're full of shit. I'm here to prove you all wrong, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. There was one movie that we forgot to. Uh, was the. Uh, what's the movie with? Uh, it takes two. That was uh, where my wife recognizes him from. Obviously oh, from yeah. Short Circuit, but I was like, "What? what's It Takes Two? And she's like, Mary-Kate and o Ashley Olsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember That's that right. movie. I'm members. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great Halloween movie. 
to me. Uh, so it, yeah. it takes place on Halloween. Uh, you know, it leads up to Halloween at least. Uh, but yeah, I, the the design, everything, the the effects, the the cast. Uh, I like the mixed bag of uh, Americans going over to Ireland for vacationing type deal, and you know that whole legacy of the castles, and then marrying with you know gothic style ghosts and shit like that murder um and then i guess all around you know um but yeah it was it was cool it was definitely a cool movie definitely i agree it's a fun watch yeah so all right so uh perfect Perfect. Now, now on to the piece de resistance. Yes. Yeah. What are we talking about, man? We're, We're talking about? about Ernest Scared Fucking Stupid. You will bring down the curse on us all. You will open the ancient door and all that looks inside. When the poisons of the evil courses through your body, you will lie a quivering, toxic mass of screaming flesh. People of Briarville bury trench of the troll in the cold, damp ground. The end. Joey never got home last night. last night yelling about trolls. Do you think maybe... Come on, there's no such thing as trolls. There's one who can stop me if he were there. The heart of a child. And a mother's care. You're cursed. You're not scared, are you? Horrible till you see what it does to the children. Nineteen ninety-one American comedy horror film. Now I stress horror. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very thinly. Uh, directed by John C. Cherry the Third, and starring one Mister Jim Varney. It is the fifth film to feature the character Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, it has him accidentally unleashing an army of trolls upon a small town on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the plot involves him joining a few children and fighting back. That's right. Yes. Uh, not th- dude, This guy did not do bad for a character that was literally created by the Nashville Broadcasting Association. Yeah, yeah. Do- right. To do like visit visit Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. So, like you said, uh, Bunny, Bunny, uh, Bunny Worrell, Auntie Nelda, and many, many more. See, I'm gonna bring. I don't. This isn't the time, but I got something to bring up about all these characters that I brought up to Mandy. So. Yeah. All right. Uh. So. Okay. So you know him also. He played uh, Joe Clampett. Jed Clampett. Jed. Jed. What did I say? Joe. Joe. He said Joe Clampett. Joe Clampett. He's it's J, it's 
People that don't know about Jim Varney are the people that make me feel old because yeah. I sent like screenshots of this to a couple people, like, look what I'm watching, and they're like, the fuck is that? And I'm like, yeah. scared stupid, and they're, and oh, who is it? Austin. Oh, okay. Uh, Shout out. Yeah. Shout and out. He's like, and he looked it up, and he's like, he's like, damn, this movie was came out when I was the year I was born. It's one of those like if you are if you're our age, it's the Ernest is definitely you know you remember him you remember that character. This was um, also the last huge, good Ernest. It was huge when we were kids. Yeah, it was. Uh, and it was everywhere, and there were a bunch of movies, and it was a television show, and it was just I mean it was fucking all over the place. I remember watching it vividly like i remember watching this movie vividly yeah. um definitely one that i like to revisit i'm glad we decided to talk about it because it's just silly and fun it is it is the whole thing but uh, this is the thing like uh it, it he's also he also was also slinky dog so yes yeah, i know oh, he was a lot of things i know it wasn't like his this character but like yeah that voice like recognizable voice recognizable yeah to the it's to the point where they didn't recast slinky dog after he died yeah they just used stock footage yeah stuff throwaway cuts that he recorded for earlier movies right earlier toy stories right so that they didn't replace him yeah correct He's an icon. Exactly. A fucking icon. Definitely. Some of the best shit that I've ever seen in my life is footage of him. He was, because he was actually in Robin Williams' uh, inner circle in the way back in the 80s. Uh huh. And there's footage of him and Robin Williams backstage at like a Live Aid or something. Yeah. Just riffing off of each other, fucking around. (laughs) And he was keeping up with Robin Williams. Nah, yeah, like, I could see the, that. They were doing like Southern women together and shit like that. And, but which, like, but like, it's awesome. Yeah. And it and but it's like they were holding conversations as these characters and shit, and it was everybody around them just dying, done, dying, dying, laughing at the two of them. And he even was breaking. He was even cracking Robin Williams. Nice. Like he's a very under. I feel like he's a very not at the time of. Yeah. The height of his career, but now I feel like he's an underappreciated yeah. uh, I- icon. Ernest is an icon. No, he is. I, he I is. mean, he saved Christmas. He went yeah. to jail, which, by the way, is my favorite Ernest one. <laughs> it's the one where he goes to jail. The this, this yeah. shit where he gets put in the electric chair and becomes <laughs> Electro Ernest. Yeah. It's those movies, like Mandy said, they're just, they're, they're just. What did I? I can't. I can't remember. What did I say, Mandy? They're like Adam Sandler movies without the sex humor. Yeah, like they're just completely fucking silly, stupid movies. Yeah, but you but can't stop watching him. He's no. yeah. He did an amazing job bringing that character to life. What was the and last? Never, what was the last movie he did with Ernest? In the Ernest. Army, right? Ernest the in the right? army. Um, not included, run. not including his TV series, Hey Vern, It's Ernest, yeah. which lasted one year. Okay. Wow. He was also on Roseanne. He was also in Duckman. He was on Hercules. King. He was in 
he was in The Simpsons. Wow, I didn't realize he died that long ago. Yeah, 20, 20 years ago. Yep, we're just, gushing about this. Yeah, and anybody that go watch fucking Beverly Hillbillies and yeah. Marvel in his acting ability in that that movie is fucking. They made something that shouldn't have been funny. Fucking his that movie's his. I put that up with like. To me, up there was like Wayne's World and shit like that. It Dude. had that 90s sarcastic, yeah. just them going down the highway with Cloris Leachman flipping everybody off because they think that's how you say hi yeah, in yeah, California. Yeah. yeah. Shit was uh, great. Uh, you got Rob Schneider, Leah Thompson, Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Fucking Erica he was, he was, he was He was up there with some of the greats. People remember him fondly. You got uh, Dabney Coleman was in that from War Games, fucking Cloak and Dagger, fucking yep. yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's uh, well known. Uh, but also we got Arthur Kitt in here. We can't forget about her uh, nope. as Francis O Lady Hackmore, uh, Arthur Kitt or Arthur May Kitt. Um, you know, uh, Santa Baby. You know that right? Santa Bye. Baby. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other shit. Filmography. We got the uh, Mark of the Hawk, Uncle Tom's Cabin, uh, the Pink Chiquitas, uh, Boomerang, Fatal Instinct, Harriet the Spy, the Emperor's Groove, the Emperor's New Groove, uh, and can't forget Mission Impossible. She's Catwoman. Uh, yeah, I know. And then I was going to say Batman. Yes, perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Protectors. Bunch of shit. But yeah, uh, she was awesome in this. I liked her character in this. Uh, who else was in here? Anybody else? Not really. Not members of the cast per se, but I think we should shout out the Chiodo brothers for uh, creating uh, Trantor. Uh, they're known for doing uh, critters. The the one thing that was forever burned in their memories uh, was Large Marge. Which one is that one? Pee Wee's Big Adventure or Pee Wee's? Yes. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, they yeah. said uh, where they rocket the where her eyes go out of her skull. Uh, they ended up doing claymation. Started out as a realistic figure and then frame by frame tore the face apart and distorted it into a ghoul as the eyes were growing. Uh, another thing 90s kids will remember is uh, the Sea Monkeys series. Oh, I don't know if you God. guys remember that. Uh, yeah. They did the makeup and effects and creature stuff on that. Fuck. Um, yeah. So. Ugh. Did you mention Killer? killer? Killer yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you guys wanted to chime in at all. Yeah, Killer this. Clowns. We know yep. them. Team America. Yeah. Ryan's favorite movie in the world. Yep. yep. Love that movie. Uh, Dinner with Schmucks. Yes. Wow, that's cool. So they did all that. Uh, the elab- the elaborate dioramas. They they put all the the rats together. Yeah. Well, that's fucking cool. Isn't that awesome. Yeah. So I figured. Is good to bring them up since they're involved in so many things that we all love. Yeah. Uh, and that was actually one of my favorite things about this movie was the way that Trantor looked. Yeah. Uh, thought it was just so cool with the 
like all the snot and slime dripping out of the nose and just like that whole I like the teeth. Big double nose he had like there. Yeah, yeah, it was like a weird crazy Yeah. I no, I de- cool. definitely definitely the the uh since you brought that up brought that up basically the effects and like the the aesthetic of the of how the troll the main troll look um that was that's actually like when when everything kicks off like that that's actually like fucking awesome when it that's yeah you know it all, and i thought it kind of reminded me like when they're walking through like everything with the fog and when he's like coming out and everything for some reason that like really made me think of uh the eternal the bog of eternal stench from labyrinth yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like gave me those vibes a little bit. Yeah, hundred, hundred percent. That was kind of cool. But Ryan was making fun of me earlier, telling me I like all that like puppet shit. <laughs> He's like, "You're the effects person. You you love all that like puppet shit." Ah, it's good stuff. Yeah, the no, labyrinth, definitely. The labyrinth is another fucking classic. Oh man, Jim so Henson good. married with like full yeah. Like, Fucking you know, human amazing. actors. Yes, yes, that's Ambrosius. Ambrosius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Trantor is uh, the fucking man in yeah. this. Yeah, I do like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, and I believe it. You know, I believe in curses and shit like that. You know, and lineage. You know, and like doing something back in the day. You know, catching up and they to you. Come back, yep, exactly. Yeah. So, but uh, I worth bringing up, like I said, because uh, they've done a lot of shit. So, I think the uh, the most important question is all those people that he turns into. Yeah. Do they really pop up there, or is it, or does he have multiple personality disorder? I don't know what to do. They wrecked your haunted house. They they wrecked your haunted house? Yeah. You know, what you need is some of that hysterical perspective. You know what I mean? Not really. You need to learn a self-defense lesson from tiny Botswana, that plucky little nation that defeated the giant Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Ernest, what does that have to do with me? I'm glad you asked. It was a dark night in Lower Botswana. Giant bula bula flies droned in the still air. Then it came, the screeching war cry of the Ottoman horde. Ah! We're the Ottoman! And you're not! You're in a world of it now, pal! Oh my, I'm afraid. Sure, I'm scared. Everybody in Botswana is scared. It looks like curtains. This place is just screaming for Drake. Don't worry about the Ottomans. They're just wusses. They're all talk. I knew an Ottoman Eagle Scout. He got a merit badge in wholesale slaughter. Ah! Come on, Ottomans. Take a piece of me. <laughs> what we need is the high ground. The high ground is no good without trees. Raymond, Romans, Botswanians, lend me your trees. There ain't no trees in Botswana. Uh-uh. I know. I am a Botswanian lumberjack, and I ain't never had a job. We need dress shield. You need the high ground to keep away from us. Cause, cause we're the Ottoman. Ah! 
know what we need is a treehouse. I thought we needed dress shield. Ernest! Direct hit. Way to go, Ernest. Do you smell food? I never understood that about about his multiple characters those, in the movies. In those scenes, though, it seems like it it's applied differently in different movies. You think he's got like a? The, you think he's got a little bit of that James McAvoy? Well, like Auntie Nelda, the yeah. old lady. Yeah, she's popped up in many different films of his, but Correct. always in different contexts. Yeah. Sometimes he was just playing her, like Eddie Murphy style, like he's just playing another character. Yeah. In this one, it seems like the kids even acknowledge that it's all him. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, I a, think, you're, a, I think, you're uh, a one man army. Like, is this dude really costume changing and all this shit, or is it all in his head? I think that that they're he's presenting like that, like how it kicks off with the main guy like talking in that old like you know three hundred esque like um but i think that that's him playing that he's that's how he sees himself telling that story or that that line but like he's presenting it to the kids like if you cut to the reality the kids watching it it's just him yeah like yes back in the day yeah 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 yeah. so i think that's but but to present how like avant-garde and like far gone like he is to be a character actor it's like this is what i see in my head i'm i'm like legit if you if if you could see what was in his head when he was like when they hired me to take care of the recycling plant like they didn't know what they were signing up for i'm the executor of fucking you know recycling and all this stuff or like the i'm the the captain of the car of the truck yeah Uh, (laughs) you know now Ernest. yeah yeah what do you think his deal is what do I think his deal is? Yeah. Uh, as far as what? I mean, if we go by the story, he's supposed he's part of that lineage that's supposed to get dumber and no, dumber. No, no, and dumber. no, 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 no. I mean, in general, the character of Ernest. Uh, is he? What is he? Is he supposed to be like a giant kid, like a Pee Wee Herman? Is he supposed to be? He's simple country I think, boy. I think it's kind of like. Is he stupid a or is he brother smart, type, you know? Like he's looking out for people, kind of like trying to. It's almost like when you have an imaginary friend, I think, in a way. Okay. But he's like that imaginary friend brought to life, right? Who's like, like is, helpful? Like, is he just simple, good natured? Yeah, simple, good natured. But he's portray- everybody he's treats having him like a good he's dumb. Time with- but he's also trying to teach you a lesson at the same time but he's also getting himself into the mix of the trouble because he just doesn't know any better that's yeah. that that's that the best part of this movie to me and I and I forgot about it is the uh the little snippets of the teacher like when he's going on and on and on and on they'd like throw in they do that in the whole movie where they throw in little quick little snippets of like just random goofiness yeah, yeah. that shit with the teacher always cracks me up the fucking He's just killing a joke and beating it to death, and then they acknowledge it. Yeah. With it, he didn't know when to quit. The fucking teacher backhanding his head into the fucking yeah, chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. Twice in the movie, I believe. Just it happened. Grade teacher. Well, I mean, to me, I think he's just like, you say Pee Wee Herman, so 
um, I liken him to that to that effect of like he's a working class Pee Wee Herman, like every dude. I never see that's the other thing I never understood about Pee Wee Herman is was Pee Wee Herman an adult or not? Yeah, he was an adult. Because then they had I it's, for a long time I always thought Pee Wee Herman was like the uh, like the like the what was that movie we were talking about with Martin Short? Clifford. Where he's Clifford, where yeah. it was like it's a kid, but it's played by like but it's played by an old man. No, because he I mean he has a house, he cooks and he he makes uh so he, makes sweet, is an adult. he makes sweet, sweet love to uh some adult. women, you know, to adults. Ernest doesn't do <laughs> Ernest is like that misunderstood neighbor where you're like, Why does he like live by himself? But he's just like a nice dude that wants to help everybody. Yeah. I think yeah, it's a it's a matter of uh, nicety and like people taking advantage of right. nice guys, you know, like Steve Gutenberg, you know, or Hubie Hubie Halloween, Hubie Halloween, another like those kind of guys, right? Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. like you so think nice. like, like so you nice think oh, this dumb this dumb nice guy in yeah. town, and he's meanwhile he, fucking. Uh, uh, is the only one that's like able to like yeah. be pure enough to like save the day. Yep. I'm the virgin. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. Man. I don't know, it's a mystery what Ernest is, but whatever he is, he it's was successful and entertaining and definitely yeah. nostalgic, like I yeah. said before, for people our age. Yeah, um, and I, and we I grew love up. That they had the the brothers in it too. We yeah. grew up with with Ernest and all the Ernest movies and watched them on TV. Yeah, like uh, uh, Dave Osborne, that type of shit. And Super now, Dave yeah, Super Dave. What? And now the new generation gets John Cena, who's just a clone. Yeah, no, can't unsee it now. Oh, what are you talking about? The uh You've never seen have you ever seen John Cena compared to Jim or El or John Cena side by side with Ernest? Barney. Yeah. yeah, they got the same like mirror. It's they look at he looks like a I jack. I will never Ernest. unsee it. I will never unsee it. I thought you were gonna bring up John Cena in that uh that camp movie, the Ed, that that, that kid that talks all loud. No. He lives in a fridge, remember? No, never saw it. Come on, Camp Fred. Yeah, all right. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Jesus, don't bring <laughs> that up. That is. You talking about the high pitched voice yeah, for kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Bella had like an infatuation with it for yeah. like a short period. I and I, then I, even she even even our eleven year old was like, yeah, nope. I kid watched like a couple things of it, and he was like, eh, he's just fucking loud. That shit grew tired yeah. quick. All right. So, uh, I mean. That's it. Yeah. I mean. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloweenies. Depending on when you're. I mean, hearing this, it could be. It could be Thanksgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy happy next Halloween. Yeah. Happy next maybe, Halloween. Maybe, maybe we won't be barricaded in our houses. I hope you're all <laughs> having a great Halloween. Stop by the grandparents' houses. Have them shoot a Snickers bar out with a slingshot. Hit me in the fucking taint with that fucking double Snickers. 
come home. We got a pinata full of candy waiting. We got fucking spooky bingo. Pin the eyeball on the zombie type shit happening here. Yeah. We're going to dress up in our costume. And, and we're going to watch Hocus fucking Pocus because it's a good movie. Are we going to watch that again? No, did we watch it? When did? There's plenty of other movies to watch. Paranorman. Paranorman. Paranorman's that's good. One. Yeah, Paranorman. Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie. That's another good one. The original with Daniel Stern. All right, that's it. That's it. Yep. Thanks for hanging out. Keeping us company on this Halloween Spookies. night. <laughs> Halloween night. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts dwell, as well as all your favorite social media platforms at That Strange Show. Yes, uh, check out thedorkening.com for other shows from the network. Uh, click the link there, and they'll be all listed there. Uh, yeah, so do that. And remember, happy Halloween, bitches!